Hey everybody, I'm Jason Rosewell, and over there is Joe Riley, and that makes this Flightcast, the one and only Infinite Flight podcast. I run a little show about a mobile flight simulator called Infinite Flight, and Joe's just here to put people in the holiday spirit. Isn't that right, Joe? Absolutely. So Joe, if someone doesn't have Infinite Flight on their phone or tablet, where can they go to get it? Well, Jason, they can head on over to the App Store on their Apple devices or Google Play for Android and search for Infinite Flight. Wonderful. Well, Joe, for the second week in a row, we have had some last-minute schedule changes, so I guess you and I are just going to chat for a bit, and then uh, we'll invite in our special guest, Dan Schlicht, for a feature interview. What could go wrong? Uh, nothing. Everybody is lucky that, that we're back together again. That's right. It's a yeah, blessing. It is. And, check this out, this is our 10th Flightcast episode. Did you ever think you would make it to 10? Um, I had no idea. I had no idea if it would get this far or not. And, and actually today my wife said, so do you think you're going to run out of things to talk about? That's what, that's what, you know, I'm here for. (laughs) I said, that's what Joe's here for. No, I said, uh, maybe, I don't know. We're just going to keep going and see what happens. So Joe, you've been a little bit, uh, busier lately uh, in the infant flight community since, uh, we chatted the first time in uh, episode three. So your role is, uh, kind of evolved from uh, your average, uh, ATC advanced ATC member to something a little more. So what are you doing these days besides being sarcastic and trolling people? Uh, that, that's pretty much it. It's, uh, whether <laughs> I'm doing it, job. uh, yeah, officially or unofficially, it's, it's still going to happen. So, <laughs> you know what uh, Our before you answer that, <laughs> our, we should just say our, our sarcasm levels are not always super well received or uh, should i say they're not always interpreted as sarcasm maybe if uh if we had a dollar for every time somebody called us an (laughs) we we could probably (laughs) pay for every uh live membership out there i think at this point oh man that's the truth yeah it it, it gets (laughs) to be a very very um hairy situation (laughs) when when people don't quite understand uh, where we're coming from. It's true. I was, uh, uh, yeah, like, things did get a little hairy last week, specifically. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they, yes, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> Take a chill pill. Yeah, we, uh, need to, we need to tread water a little bit. Uh, that's right. Take a little, a little bit break. More, I guess. Take a little breather. Yeah. Give, give yeah. people a bit of room without the uh, yeah. sarcasm. But, uh, so, but you do have a role with our uh, ATC community, so why don't you uh, fill us in? Yeah, when we uh, we got to the size where we just outgrew the Facebook chat we were using and and just couldn't have enough space, so we used a uh, we've we've migrated over to an app that FDS has been using for a while, Slack, and and I'm there basically to to babysit all the children when they're when they're not at, at <laughs> recess or music class. So so if you're here um, now, who's who's babysit or. I should say, yeah, administ- I, I, I have no idea. Slack. <laughs> uh, you know, Tristan's going to be pretending like he is, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you know, how serious you want to take him or not is up to you. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, uh, Joe, you also have a bit of an announcement to make today, so you can share that with us. Yes, absolutely. The uh, much anticipated and long-awaited written test for. ATC is being released should be uh, today actually as as this airs yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be good to go. Um, we've had a few step backs over the uh, months, but it's finally there. We're finally good to go. Um, process is going to be similar to what everybody has already gone through and what you're used to. You're still going to want to contact one of the recruiters uh, or Jason um, about <laughs> your interest. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've got requirements. We're going to want age, basic maturity level. One of the things that I think Tyler is introducing is we want you to have a minimum of 250 operations uh, on playground, ATC. So basically we don't want somebody trying to take this test that is that has never uh, attempted ATC before, which, right. you know, as you know, Jason, can be quite daunting opening that menu for the first time. <laughs> Why do I understand that part? I, I don't know, man. I was just trying to throw it back to you. I was tired of talking. Because my know. controlling is still a reflection of that? No, no. You're, you're, you know, on a scale from Josh to Tyler, you're you're about an Ian. I'm at least so. a Liam. Yeah, at least. Well, uh, uh, sure. Let's move we'll on. with that. Let's move on. Um, yeah. Yeah, so now you, you mentioned an age restriction. So what's the age restriction? Just so everybody, we can get that right out there on the air. Yes, we want it to be 14 and older. Um, okay. That's that's rules that have been in place. Yes, I know there are members that are slightly younger. They were grandfathered in under previous rules, but but we are going by um, parameters we have in place currently. And I, it's probably worth noting too that we it's even if you know if a younger member is grandfathered in or if uh, it doesn't matter who it is, we do, or I should say the administrators are in there flying around doing regular checks on the general overall quality of the air traffic control that's happening on the advanced server. So everybody's always watching. Our advanced uh, crew is actually really good at um, kind of trying to, uh, I guess, correct each other, uh, hopefully in a professional way and just uh, so that we can maintain a good level of service. So, um, yeah, and that's what Slack is for. Yeah, Uh, critiques do not go uh, wanted ever. That is, there's never a, a need for feedback uh, <laughs> That's true. amongst other controllers. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you've got Tyler and Mark who who most of the time that's all they're doing is, is out there flying. And, and you know, we, we fly a lot as well. I don't probably get on the control side nearly as, as much as I used to. But, you know, there's other things to be done. So, uh, yeah, I mean, every, everybody's definitely checked up on uh, throughout the entire you know, promotion period for sure. Cool. And just maybe we can throw a tip out there. If you guys are planning on taking your advanced ATC test, uh, like Joe said, starting today, you're going to start by writing a a little quiz online. Um, You can contact a recruiter. There's lots of information on who the recruiters are on Facebook and on the Infinite Flight Forum, which is community.infinite-flight.com. Just do a little search and you'll find it. one well, thing, me, yeah, 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 go ahead. Um, we're probably going to do the same thing here, but but how you contact a recruiter is very important as well. Uh, we really don't want the whole uh, ATC test, bro, type of uh, type right. of question. <laughs> uh, if you're going to do that, uh, please direct all those to Mark Denton. Yeah, and actually, T-O-N good is, call. Is. And if, if English isn't your second language or it isn't your first language and there's you, know, you think there might be a little bit of a language barrier there, that's a good chance to go to Mark Denton as well. Yes, yes. He's very extremely patient and and uh, is definitely the best at dealing with that. So, so he talks again, it's, fluent American as well. Yes, 
And it's M A R K, not C. Just I don't want. <laughs> yeah. I don't want anybody to get confused on Make that. Make sure you're finding the right mark. Yes, absolutely. So, and and uh, in terms of tips for the test, Joe, can we, um, uh, in, for, in from my perspective, uh, after having just recently taken the test myself and uh, been involved a little bit in some of the questions, um, I'd say f- from my seat, sequencing is probably the the biggest thing that needs to be. Um, understood by a, a potential air traffic controller. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I think that is probably the, the most important thing as far as running, you know, tower on uh, on infant flight. And probably the thing that we see done wrong the most during tests is mm-hmm. uh, people just don't, they're not grasping how important sequencing is. And, and if people understand how much easier it makes your job, sequencing it puts responsibility on the pilots and, and not necessarily on you so it it's something that definitely needs to be understood and and you have to know how to do it yeah and guys if you're not sure what all that means and you want to chat about that um don't be afraid to contact a recruiter and just say hey i have some questions for you i want to take my test but i want to do it properly um often there's people including myself and joe who will uh, just come and fly in the pattern for you and answer your questions. So you can hit us up on Facebook or on the forum. Um, no, we real, have nothing better easy. to do. So nothing better to do. Yeah, we're just we're here. Never. We're here to serve. <laughs> Free labor. Uh, yep, that's right. Uh, so anyway, that goes. That's the announcement that you had, Joe. And uh, anything else you wanted to note on that topic? No, just you know, don't, don't. Ask to take the test if, if you honestly have no idea what you're doing. There are time limits. You know, you're, you're not going to be able to take it every day. Uh, if you take it once and you fail, it's either going to be two weeks or, or 30 days before you can retake it. Uh, so, you know, we, we encourage everybody to try, but please only try if you, if you honestly think that, that you know what you're doing. There we go. All right, well, guys, I wanted to share a little bit of um, just a couple of cool aviation resources that I've been uh, discovering over the last, I don't know, maybe a year since my uh, passion for aviation has continued to reignite. And um, so one guy that uh, I've been following on YouTube, his name's Josh, and he has uh, a channel called Mr. Aviation 101. So you can go to youtube.com slash Mr. Aviation, that's MR Aviation 101. Um, this guy has basically video journaled his entire um, uh, flying career so far. He's in, in his early 20s, I would think. And uh, so it's a lot of good stuff there as he uh, has started, I think, to do his uh, ILS training. So lots of good stuff there. And uh, he owns his own airplane, so he's flying a lot. Another one that uh, I've been checking out lately is a guy from uh, Toronto, actually, in Canada, uh, called Flight Chops. So same thing, youtube.com slash flight chops. Tons of good stuff there. He's sponsored by, uh, help me out, Joe. GoPro. Uh, nope, that's Josh. Uh, for Flight. For Flight. There we go. There we go. That's the one. Um, so he's sponsored now. Lots of really good content. Um, great, great videos. Um, he shows, there's this really cool video that I watched of, uh, another flight student at his, I guess, aviation, the company that he's, he works with, uh, who's landing at uh, Toronto Island Airport, which is right near where the CN Tower is, if you see a picture of Toronto. And uh, there's a, a, a airline called Porter that flies Dash 8s into Toronto Island all the time, and, and she's coming that, in. And that's a, a cool plane. A oh, cool yeah, plane. man. Yeah, that that wasn't subliminal either. <laughs> no, not at all. 
Matt, if you're listening, dash eight. Um, <laughs> C130. <laughs> C130 dash eight. So uh, anyway, this, this girl's coming in for, I should say lady, coming in for uh, on her final approach. And you can see this, um, the wake turbulence from or the prop wash coming across the lake behind it. But they, her and her instructor don't notice. And so the controller puts them right in there behind them. And it she almost bails right at the last <laughs> second and the controller has or the uh, flight instructor has to take control and it gets your heart pumping as you're watching it so anyway check that out apparently we spend our uh time watching different types of videos on the internet <laughs> i'm on i'm on, I, I don't know what you're talking about I, i'm on there on youtube watching airplane videos all the time training videos is what i'm talking about uh, right 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 okay yeah. uh so and I guess as a last resource, and uh, Joe, you know I've, I've talked about this a little bit before. Um, I've used Sky Vector quite a bit. Um, if you are really, training... we couldn't tell. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, if you're training for your approach frequency test, which uh, maybe Joe, can you touch on the various um, levels that we have set up? Yes. Yeah, so everybody, are you talking about like, uh, from apprentice to uh, officer? Yeah. 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 So everybody's going to start an apprentice, which is going to give you smaller single, uh, runway airfields and, and promotions are done. Uh, that point up to specialists, just kind of, Hey, time, uh, feedback, you know, having Mark or, or Tyler or somebody else have a chance to, to fly for them. Uh, you're promoted up to specialists. And once you, get the specialist you have to take an approach test uh in order to be promoted up to officer and and that opens up the radar facilities for you to control there we go so having said all that when you take your approach test one thing that changes well many things change but one thing that you really have to pay attention to uh, not just aircraft in proximity or in relation to each other but how close people are to the ground so you have to start factoring in terrain, and that's not immediately available at your disposal in in the sim. So, um, you know, obviously we know how high the airport is, uh, the elevation of the airport, but we don't know by looking at the map how high the train is. So you might head over to skyvector.com, and let's say you're controlling at uh, Canberra, and it's a uh, really, really foggy day and there's zero visibility, you have to make sure that the, the aircraft can't see where they're going. So you've got to vector them correctly into uh, their final approach. So um, it, you can pull up the airport on Sky Vector and you can uh, basically see the elevation at and around the airport, which comes in really handy because you're not going to be clearing aircraft uh, for their uh, intercept at 3,000 feet or they'll be in the ground. Not, so. Yeah, not if you want to pass. Not, not if you want to that. pass, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we as uh, approach testers will just sit back and let the plane take a screenshot and let the plane crash into the mountain. Uh, Emergency controlled landing, Jason. That's, there there that's, it is, yeah. the Joshua yeah. Smithley landing. Yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So there's a couple of resources for you. Um, I also just wanted to toss out this uh, one, of the, one of the podcasts that I loved uh, when I started getting into podcasting and still do is um, – stuff you should know and this is a pair of guys from Atlanta and uh if you go to stuffyoushouldknow.com you can search for episodes you can subscribe to their podcast on iTunes and they have a few that are related to aviation there's one uh, that talks about why do your ears hurt sometimes when you fly in airplanes 
Uh, they've got one, uh, how do airplanes catch speeding cars? Um, and do they really use airplanes to do that? Which I can attest that they do since it has happened to me, <laughs> or at least they told me it happened to me. <laughs> the cops in Iowa seem to think that they were using an airplane anyway. Um, but they've got one too on how ejection seats work. And you guys should definitely listen to that one. It's bonkers. You do not, well, unless your jet's crashing, you do not want to be ejected from, from, uh, from your cockpit. It's bananas. Crazy. Yeah. And again, unless Joshua was flying, then you. Yeah, wanted. exactly. Yeah, he's the only one that can make it from from the gate uh, to the runway in under a second. <laughs> we were talking earlier. Imagine Joshua had an eject button in, on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he would throw his iPad through the roof or, or what would or what would happen. <laughs> Cleared for pushback. Eject Cleared for pushback gone. <laughs> uh, and then there's also one more, uh, you can search for Amelia Earhart. They've got a video episode on, uh, Amelia Earhart, which is really, really cool. So that's your, uh, what cousin, right? I am a distant relation of Amelia Earhart and I, yeah. I don't know exactly how, but hopefully when I start flying, I have better navigation skills. Is that, is that kind of like what your parents tell you when they tell you your dogs and go live on the farm? <laughs> I know you want to be a pilot, Jason. Did you yeah, know yeah, you're yeah. related to Amelia yeah. Earhart? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sure, Mom. <laughs> okay. That's cool, yeah. Mom. Thanks. Well, yeah, I'm going to sit here and fly my space shuttle outside of the mall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, anything else before we uh, get Dan on the horn here? I, I don't I don't think so. I don't think we've broken anything yet. We so. haven't broken anything? All right. Well, happy holidays, man. Yeah, you you too. Happy uh, whatever whatever the uh, you know is you celebrate up there in Canada. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it's Christmas. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, we celebrate Christmas up here. Okay. All or right, ha- Hanukkah, or you know whatever Canada's Christmas, Hanukkah, multicultural. Kwanzaa. I guess I don't I don't yeah. understand that whole yeah. side of it, but you know I didn't get to I didn't get to to do my Dave Chappelle impression this time. It's oh I know we dropped the ball on that, but whatever. Oh well. Well, having said all that, I think it's time for today's guest. Uh, Dan Schlicht is an Infinite Flight moderator, Infinite Flight fan group admin, and a member of the private beta testing team. He joins us today from Kenosha, Wisconsin. You guys know him as FDS Niner with the purple tag. Dan, welcome to the show. Hi, Dan. Hey, guys. Thanks thanks for having me on today. Wonderful to have you. Um, Dan, uh, I, I've, you and I have never talked, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, where are you from, and what do you do for a living? Sure thing. Well, as you previously said, I'm from Kenosha, Wisconsin, which is the most southeast in the state of Wisconsin you can get, right on the Illinois-Wisconsin border, butts up against uh, Lake Michigan. It's a pretty nice place, pretty much smack dab in between Chicago and Milwaukee. Um, 34 years old or young, however you want to take that. Um, I work for an IT services provider providing IT services to businesses, basically between Milwaukee and Chicago, and then also in the St. Louis area. Been been there for 14, it'll be 15 years in April, um, mostly in sales and operations. And I, I really, really enjoy it. Helps me um, stay current with technology, which is awesome. I also heard you were a golfer. Oh, yes. Yes, I am a golfer. And I see that uh, my buddy Mark Denton wants to know my handicap. Uh, I'll just challenge him straight up. 
no handicap, and I think I'll beat him. But my current handicap uh, at the club I'm a member of here, the Kenosha Country Club, is a, a 16 mark. So that's not bad. I, 16 yeah, I, means that you're that you get out on the golf course at least every, I don't know, two weeks. I'd say. Yeah. Well, my my goal typically has been once a week during I guess the golf season, which here can range between. April, sometimes it's warm enough to maybe sometimes starting in May. Um, and we played, I played my last round, I think in the middle of November or I'm sorry, the first week in November. Okay. So you're a member out there somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. It's a private club here in Kenosha. Cool. It's pretty, pretty nice place. Awesome. Well, um, let's, uh, let's talk about your recent trip to the, uh, Bay area. You were in San Francisco recently. Yeah, yeah. As many as many people have seen, um, this is my second stint with <laughs> with Matthew from uh, Flying Dev Studios. Um, but what brought me out to the Bay Area was I have a customer who owns shopping malls throughout the United States, and they're working on a acquisition of of a property in that area. I can't say which, um, but yeah, that's what brought me out there and met up with Matt and uh, Matt and Valentine. Or Valentine, I apologize if I'm pronouncing your <laughs> name wrong. Um, had some dinner and had some uh, had some good infinite flight discussions and did did a little bit of flying. It was a good time. Awesome. Cool. So let's talk about flying. Um, are you a pilot? You know, I'm not. I would just call myself a, a big enthusiast. So through my through my job uh, at Platinum Systems, the technology company, um, the CEO and owner of our company is a pilot. Our CFO, his brother, is a pilot. Our CTO is a pilot, um, as well as we had another former employee, our service manager, who is also a pilot. And uh, between Matt and Danny, they're the two brothers that own the company, um, they own a, a Cessna 182RG and a, a Cherokee 160. Awesome. So you, you get some time to go out flying, I would think, then. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We uh, we, I last time I was flying, it's been since July. But we we have a local collegiate base summer league baseball team here in Kenosha called the Kenosha Kingfish, and they went to the you know the final, I guess what they would call the World Series, and we flew up to St. Cloud, Minnesota, which was driving about a seven hour drive, but it took us maybe about hour forty five minutes or so nice. to fly there. And was, we've also uh, used, used the planes a lot to fly down to our St. Louis office. That's not too hard so, to handle. Definitely a good time, yeah. So what's your history uh, with aviation been? Have you always been a flying enthusiast? Um, I wouldn't say so. Um, I really got into it when I started working for the current company I'm working for um, through my friend Matt, our owner. You know, he had always – he's been a pilot since I think he was 16 um, – was a part of a flying club up until he bought the the Cherokee maybe about six or seven years ago, and uh, you know always inviting me out to his hangar um, at our local airport in Kenosha here, and through that got to meet a lot of other people, and then then probably about six or seven years ago again, he invited me up to up to Oshkosh to Air Venture at the end of July, and that really uh, that really did it for me. That really got me really interested just to see all of these different kind of aircraft that I've never seen before, never knew existed. You know, got to walk through, you know, 
military, you know, cargo planes. And it was, it was a really fun experience. What's the coolest uh, aircraft that you saw come in at uh, Oshkosh? You know, back then, I, I honestly don't remember. Um, I think my favorite, the first time I went there, my favorite performance was probably the Aeroshell acrobatic team or aerobatic team. Sure. Um, <laughs> but this, right. this past summer I went, I went to Oshkosh, uh, met up with Matthew again, mm-hmm. uh, from FDS and, uh, we saw the F 22 fly and that was, that was a pretty amazing experience. Awesome. It's, it's just incredibly powerful. Oh, it was insanely loud. Um, it was cool. After, after they were, after they were done a couple hours later, they, they taxied the, the aircraft back to, back to the ramp where it was on display for the whole week of the event. And I got to, you know, shoot a couple pictures with some of the flight crew and the maintenance crew and talk to them. And nice. it was, it was awesome. I was at the at Chicago Gary air show once, which isn't too, too awfully far from you. Yeah. Um, when I lived in Indiana and I was out on a boat on Lake Michigan to watch the show and, you know, they have oh, uh, cool. paratroopers and all, all kinds of things like that. Yeah. And the FA 18 Hornet, um, made an appearance and he did a low pass, uh, you know, low and slow and, and then vertical climb and everything. Mm-hmm. And it, you're on, even if you're on a boat in the water, it just completely rocks and vibrates and shakes oh, wow. absolutely everything. And like right to your core, just, the, it's just moving so much air and, uh, I guess sound waves that right, you know, right. it's awesome. Anybody who gets a chance to go and um, see any fighters in person, definitely do that. Yeah, I'd say anybody that has a chance to go to any air show ever, anywhere, <laughs> yeah, for sure. you know, yeah. definitely do it. Yeah. Especially uh, Air Venture in Oshkosh is, you know, the probably the biggest. That's the daddy that of them right? Absolutely. Yeah. And then there's Sun and Fun down in, uh, down in Florida, which I think is generally in... I think the, at least what would be the colder months for us, maybe February or March, somewhere in there. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's move on. Our uh, in a recent chat, in prep for this show, you mentioned that you're helping work on building a Velocity XL5. Um, I'm going to use the Velocity in the featured images image for this show. So when you guys are listening, you can go back to the website and look at it. Um, man, you got to tell us about that. What why the how'd this come about why the velocity over any other kit plane yeah it's a i guess a couple really basic reasons one the price um i guess just to start the the project is was purchased by the you know the owner of my company and those couple other pilots that are in in my office and that i work with um they got a great deal on the kit it was it was previously purchased by another you know person that wanted to build the XL5, okay. the Velocity, and uh, for whatever reason couldn't couldn't finish it. They made a, a decent start, um, but still, what they ended, uh, what Matt from my office ended up doing was hiring uh, hiring a good guy. I believe he's involved somehow with with the Velocity company or factory down in Florida. Hired him because he had all these rigs set up to to move these kits, you know, from place to place. Okay. Hired him and brought it up from 
I, I don't recall exactly where it was. It might have been in the St. Louis area, actually, where where they purchased it from. But they got it up here into Kenosha into their one of their hangars, and um, it's been a it's been a fun it's been a fun project so far. I I I have a a YouTube video I'll I'll shoot you a link for that you know you probably can post mm, um, sure. along with this uh, that is a short me I want to say it was a two or three month period. Show, um, time-lapse video that we did of, I guess, the progress initially probably won't show you much, uh, you know, cause a lot of, a lot of the work was, I guess, intricate fiberglass work inside of, you know, the cabin or inside of the wings, but it's, it'll definitely show some progress and show relatively the stage that we're at now. Um, cool. so yeah, so cost being the big thing. factor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other is I mentioned earlier, we have an office in St. Louis, um, and we typically fly the 182 down there, you know, roughly 150 knots or so. The the velocity is going to cruise at, um, I would say don't quote me on this, but that's hard because you have to, uh, <laughs> 180 knots or so, or maybe just a little over 200 miles per hour. Wow. So as far as time in the air, um, it's going to be a lot quicker. And then there's some other I guess, uh, upgrades that they wanted to do with the 182 um, in terms of avionics and autopilot and, you know, things in the dash, basically. That would have been a substantial investment where it's sort of cost justified, you know, working on this project. OK, let's let's invest the, the cash into the velocity, get the avionics and panel that we want um, to make it a, a great aircraft, you know, for IFR flying and whatnot as well. Okay. Nice. I'm just taking a look at the website as we speak here to see if they have any <clears throat> cruising speeds or anything, but it's more just uh, weights and sizes. Yeah, and I know like there that. is one page kind of deep in, inside their site that'll show. I I want to say cruising is 205. Okay. Well, anyone who's really interested, head over to velocityaircraft.com, and I'll put a link to that in the comments too. All right. Well, awesome. Um, have you been up in a Velocity before? You know, I haven't. The only place I've ever uh, come close to them is, A, the project here in Kenosha we're doing, uh, uh, as well as seeing, you know, already built aircraft at, um, at Oshkosh, okay. at Air Adventure. What's the, what's the advantage to having the prop at the back? Oh, gosh. That's a question that I will defer to somebody that actually knows the answer <laughs> okay. to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no worries. Well, maybe one day I'll have uh, somebody who builds airplanes or knows, knows yeah. about the, uh, all of that stuff. Cause I, yeah, I wish don't. I could, I wish I had an answer for you there, but I don't, sorry. No worries. Um, all right, well, let's get into your history with infinite flight. How did you, uh, how did it start? You, you, you've been around forever, uh, since, since basically version one, correct? Yeah, yeah. I I looked it up recently, um, as far as when I downloaded Infinite Flight initially, and it was I'm gonna say three or four days after their initial release to iOS, oh, wow. which was in March of 2012. So started, you know, probably like a lot of people that are into Infinite Flight now. Started launched the app. I'm like, wow, this is a little difficult. <laughs> you know, For sure. I can't I can't put the plane down. Mm -hmm. I struggle to take off. So I I'm like. Okay, move on to something else for a couple of days. Then I'm like, come on. I'm like, I can do this. You know, I put in put in some time and effort, you know, even talk to my pilot friends of mine. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> uh, you know, got a little of a, a little assistance and 
have don't recall my exact number of hours logged. I could tell you what it is in live, but it's probably near 500 total. Okay. I would say hours that I've had. Um, so how did your relationship with, uh, FDS start and how has it evolved over time? Yeah, sure. Well, I want to say it's maybe probably going on two years now that I've been, um, a part of their private beta team, which is a group of maybe 20 or less active users. Um, initially, it was just you know testing new features as they are released or pre-release, I should say. Mm-hmm. You know, finding bugs and 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 documenting them, and more importantly, finding the ability to reproduce those errors and bugs and things like that consistently, so they know you know, what to look at as far as their code or design and graphics, that type of thing to eliminate those bugs or errors or issues before they release it, which is, uh, you know, I guess a big a big thing a lot of people, I don't want to say complain, but voice their opinion on, like, hey, when's the update? Where's the update? Mm-hmm. It's always yeah. because they want to push out something fantastic that is not full of bugs or errors. And those things take a little bit of time. Um, well, and the, not to mention the the out, outcry if you release something that's buggy is far oh, exactly. worse <laughs> Absolutely. than, than the, Absolutely. the loud few that um, just want it sooner, right? And that's because right. they love it and they want it sooner, but it's uh, far worse to release something that's not ready. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so did that for maybe about a year, um, just being there in the background doing some bug testing and beta testing. Um, and then from there, we we had, in our beta community, talked a lot about the live, you know, multiplayer experience. Um, so Matthew and, and Philippe started working on that, pushed out a beta for that, and we got to a point it was probably about six or seven months prior to when it went live, which is, I want to say October of 2014, I think is when it, when it initially released. Um, Matthew approached me asking me to put together a, a, I guess a more public type of beta team of maybe a hundred or so, so we can do more stress testing of the whole live experience. Mm, okay. So it worked, worked with them. Um, in recruiting, you know, through IFFG and other other groups, recruiting that team and kind of managing those those people, and then furthermore, um, essentially the same experience with um, with the air traffic control. You know, Matthew asked me to put together a group of you know trusted individuals to be our initial you know test bed which who ultimately ended up being our initial, you know, couple of dozen, no, it was more than that, maybe 50 or so air traffic controllers. Um, And then we got, you know, Tyler involved, who's, you know, completely managing that entire process now. And it's been, it's been a lot of fun, man. Um, It's, it's great to see a company like FDS really valuing the opinions and and thoughts and taking into account their user slash customers, uh, feedback, you know, it's, you don't see that all the time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. How did you, uh, get in contact with Matt initially? I mean, obviously not very many people were involved at the time. Did you send him an email or, uh, saying, Hey, I love your game. Yeah. Yeah. It, 
it it started definitely before he said, okay, let's uh, let's get you signed up per se. Um, just like I'm sure a lot of people do, they'll email him or you know find a post on social media that he made and put in a comment, typically not related to you know yeah. his post in the first <laughs> place. Uh, like, hey, I see you're looking for beta testers. You know, I shot a, I shot him an email. He replied. Uh, I let him know my experience with managing online communities in the past, um, which kind of played a little bit of a role in what I helped those guys with as well. Um, and then, I don't know, maybe six months later, I was a little persistent and followed up on that initial request. And he was like, yeah, we, uh, you know, we have a spot and we, we just let a couple guys, you know, either, I want to say they were inactive at the time, mm -hmm. you know, sure. drop them and happy to have you on board. And then, from there, I, I'd like to state for the record, I, uh, <laughs> I'll hold myself personally responsible for recruiting Tyler onto that same team. <laughs> okay. Tyler, you're welcome. <laughs> did you know Tyler already? Um, just through IFFG, I did. Okay. Um, and I want to say I was the one that uh, kind of suggested he become an admin there um, a while back and you know, through through his ATC experience, it was at the time we were beta testing and working on the ATC for Infinite Flight, where I'm like, hey, Matthew, I got this guy on IFFG who's, uh, you know, ATC in United States Air Force. I think he'd be a, you know, a valuable asset, you know, even just to run ideas off of. Mm -hmm. And and it's sure flourished from there. And he's he's a good guy. He is indeed. Uh <clears throat> All right. Well, now that we've talked about Tyler for the hundredth time, uh, <laughs> are you into uh, flight simming in general or just infinite flight? Um, just infinite flight. Um, I guess I could say I, I I have downloaded some other flight sims for iOS. I won't comment on them outside <laughs> of just saying infinite flight is, as as we all know, and believe you know they're they're the ones who care the most about their community and their product and are evolving it at a much higher pace and it's awesome yeah so uh dan the call sign fds niner what's the story there oh you know what man um everything needs a niner in life and this is where i wish we were doing this over a webex session or something like that so i can play a video but uh it's the whole niner, you know, did I catch a niner in there? Oh, it's a Tommy Boy reference. Exactly. Chris Farley. Love it. Yeah, that's uh, that's the only reason. <laughs> and, well, make sure you don't change your call sign because with the new version, it's going to be uppercase if you try and change it. I am I'm completely aware of that. <laughs> and, uh... All right. Well, FDS niner it is then. I love the Tommy Boy reference. That's a, that's a, a totally acceptable answer for me. Awesome, awesome. So let's get into the nitty-gritty here. If Infinite Flight was your product, um, how would you make it evolved? What would be next? Where would you like to see oh, it go? Oh, gosh. There's so many things I'd love to comment on, but I can't. Um, honestly, a lot of the things the, the overall community, different Infinite Flight communities have been asking for, you know, um, buildings would be cool to see. Um, the multiplayer added a really, really great, I guess, reason to keep coming back and 
you know, use the app. It, you don't have the same experience every single time. Whereas, you know, in single player, you would go and fly and great. You just flew, exactly. you know, yeah. um, I guess I know what like you're wrestling what, with right now because you know what's yeah. coming down the pipe and you're trying to, <laughs> trying I to do, avoid those I things. I, I mean, exactly trying to, you know, okay. I, so let's pretend for a second. I, I don't know what's coming down the pipe. So let's, let's pretend for a second that we get things that everybody wants, like buildings, landing smoke, interregion flight and mm-hmm. uh yeah global flight is you know high on my want list i would say right and then we've got redesigned uh some redesigned boeing aircraft like the 787 we got the dash 8 added so let's say we're a year or two into the future all these things have come to fruition um daytime and nighttime is is now in real time um mm-hmm. what where where does the game or let's call it a flight simulator where does the simulator go uh, like, are we moving to desktop? Are we staying mobile or what's the, in your mind, where does it go from there? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. Um, desktop is a, is a, I think a clear cut, I'm going to say priority, at least if, if it was my company priority, you know, especially being able to interconnect the desk, a desktop experience of infinite flight with the mobile users, and have them all, you know, on the same server. Um, how that would all work, I have no idea. Technically, over my head. Um, but I think, with all those things said that you previously mentioned, you know, environment better, uh, dash eight, that'd be amazing. Mm. That would make a lot of people happy. <laughs> um, the whole virtual airline experience, you know, then comes into play. It's like, okay. Let's give all these users these great, great, amazing features. They still can play, you know, multiplayer. They still have real-time, you know, air traffic control, you know, telling them flight paths and headings and whatnot. Um, but then you got to stop and think, okay, why am I doing this? You know, um, there's a lot of a lot of good virtual airline. Um, I guess managers or virtual airlines out there for infinite, infinite flight now, but I think what I'd I'd like to see long term is just like uh, X Plane for desktop or um, Microsoft's Flight Simulator, whoever owns it now, I don't recall, um, having integrations with flight management software mm. or websites or these virtual airlines, so it's going to log your flights. It's going to you know, fuel consumption, that type of thing. We're essentially uh, air, um, a virtual airline manager right. is building revenue or, you know, hiring, firing pilots based on, you know, on time type of um, statistics or that type of thing. I think in- integration basically with, with, some type of management system, whatever that may be. Well, I know there's some open source ones out there now um, that can tie into Flight Simulator from Microsoft or X-Plane. Right. I think those type of things would be really cool. That would be cool. And actually, uh, there are um, ATC uh, simulator services as well, right? Like, um, you, I think you can integrate um, th- things like... Uh, FSX or what was the other one you mentioned? Uh, explain. Explain. Yeah, I'm not a, a sim person in in general, as you can tell. But um, 
you can subscribe to um, air traffic control simulation with real people talking mm-hmm. to you as well for those. So something like that may be integrating into the future as well. So you can use the onboard ATC with people controlling you uh, that are Infinite Flight subscribers or mm-hmm. um, people from this external service, with the, which could factor into all the other things that you just mentioned as well. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I've definitely seen or I should say researched and looked at those type of services. Yeah. I think bringing um, bringing the whole air traffic control to desktop operating system would be nice as well. Mm, for sure. You know what I'd love to see is um, while I'm controlling maybe on my tablet, um, having another camera view up on my desktop screen, um, mm-hmm. which I think actually could be uh, Cam. If you're listening, I think you should get on that. Um, just giving us <laughs> something, giving us something in live flight where we can connect to the uh, camera, the various cameras at airports via the API would be really, really cool. You click on an airport or something in live flight and be able right. to see what's going on at the airport. That'd be awesome. That'd be that'd be really really cool. Cameron, you're on it. Um, <laughs> we expect the beta build. In about eight hours from now. There we go. Actually, Dan Cam's here, so let's just let him uh, talk about LifeLight for a second. Hey Cam, you know what would be great? What's that, Jason? If there was an app I could use along with Infinite Flight. You know, something I could use to track and share my flights, or check out where the action is before starting some ATC work. Well, you know, I actually happen to create something that does all of that. Really? Really. Head over to LifeLightApp.com, where you can track flights in Infinite Flight live in real time stats about your flight and learn more about pilots and controllers around you. Cam, I have a confession to make. I knew all of that. I was just testing you. <laughs> well, anytime you'd like me to come by for another test, just let me know. Thanks, Cam. In the meantime, everybody, why don't you head over to liveflightapp.com for your next flight. Now back to the podcast. As we uh, move on here, Dan, um, can you describe briefly your role with IFFG? How has that uh, started and how has that kind of changed over time? Yeah, sure. I'm going to say uh, um, Jay had engaged me uh, asking if I wanted to be moderator on IFFG. Um, I'm going to say we were at maybe a thousand users at the time, maybe a little under, somewhere around there. Um, You know, I let him know, hey, I have experience in managing um, or helping manage online communities. I, at one point in my life, Right after I started with my current job, about 14 or so years ago, I was into graphic design quite a bit and ran an online community or forum, I guess you could call it. We ran that up to about 6,000 active members over a couple of years. And I figured, hey, um, I'm really into this infinite flight stuff. You know, why not get involved in the community? Um, so just started off, you know, basic moderating of topics and doing, you know, simply cover photo screenshots, that type of thing. Um, I can say in maybe the last six months or so, just due to craziness in in my personal life and, you know, work career wise, I've been quite pretty quiet, I would say, as far as my involvement there. You've just really been dropping the ball is what I'm hearing you say. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And I will not deny that. Um, Although I'm, I'm, I'm still there posting once once in a while. I see you there you know, every once Matt, in a while. When Matt, when Matt and I connect, posting screenshots. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> or photos. Well, speaking of IFFG, um, we've got some questions 
here for you that uh, users have asked. And uh, thanks to everybody who asked questions. I know this um, it, it, the, my schedule has changed so much in the last couple of weeks and we've switched guests around. So thanks for putting those in last minute. Um, Alexei wants to know, and this was a this was the best question in my opinion. On a <laughs> on a scale of Tyler to Tristan, how many bounces do you average on your landings? I think he's trying uh, to ask how good of a pilot are you. I'll tell you what, I'm not as good as Alexei is. Uh, I can never be as good as a Russian. <laughs> what if he's Polish? Uh, he's definitely Russian. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good Russian joke, but none of them ever make sense. So I'm sure he'll appreciate that one. There you go. I don't know. I, I don't know how to answer that question. Um, okay. How about let's this? Let's just say I flew to higher altitudes than all of them in the F-22. That's. Uh, but Tyler, Tyler has a better F-22 landing than I do. Tyler has a better landing than everybody. So that's not surprising. What's your favorite airplane to fly? That's a question from me, not anybody else. Um, I think overall the F-22 is is where my, I guess, favorite lies. Mm, interesting. I've been having a ton of fun with the um, Spitfire lately. We got all yeah. kinds of new airplanes in the game, and I'm just going back to the Spitfire. Last night, a, flew of a, a few of us flew around, and um, I had a, a record almost 2,500 XP in one session. Which, oh, wow, which nice. for me is good. I think if it had been windy, there was zero w wind. So if it had been windy, uh -huh. it would have been higher. But um, let me skip down to this other question since we're talking about XP. Everybody oh, wants to know how in the world you ended up with millions and millions of XP. <laughs> well, uh, I don't even know about this. Is this real? Yeah, yeah. If you, if you log into Infinite Flight right now, go to the all-time XP list. Uh, it used to be a username Kuwait, who is number one. He has over, I assume it's a he, yeah. over two million XP, which is almost a million over the next, you know, next person below him. Um, so when I was with Matthew uh, in in San Francisco, we were having dinner the other day, last week, Friday or Saturday or something. We were talking about it. We're like, who who is this number one user? You know. We don't think he's involved with IFFG or IFWP or any of the other, you know, any of the other communities. We're like, who, who is this person? And I jokingly said, uh, I'm like, why don't you make me number one and let's see what happens. <laughs> so he's like, okay, makes it happen, adds three, three million XP <laughs> to my account. And then I, then I jokingly said, and let me digress for a second. For the record, for all of you thinking that I got Matthew drunk or <laughs> gave him alcohol or bribed him in any way to do this, this is not the case. As he's publicly stated before, he doesn't drink, which is true. He drinks water. But um, good thoughts, though, guys. <laughs> uh, so a after that happened, you know, I took a screenshot. I'm like, oh, this is hilarious. I'm like, I bet you this is about 7 p.m., uh, I, I said, Matthew, I'm like, I bet you $20 cash right now. There will be a screenshot, one or more posted to IFFG or, you know, the official community on Infinite Flight site or Instagram or anywhere by midnight tonight. 
and uh, I ended up losing that bet. The, this first screenshot that <laughs> people posted was about an hour after that. Oh. So <laughs> well, you I, owe Matt, I owe Matt some cash. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you'll be good for it. Absolutely. Uh, you can just buy him 20 bottles of water. I could. I could. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's move on to the next fan question. Um, and since since Mark can't follow instruction, uh, he said this, referring to the interview, should be interesting. Instead of asking a question, he made a comment. So thanks for that, Mark. That's really helpful. Mark, you're a great guy. Um, but yeah, you need to follow instructions, follow man. Instruction. Please follow instructions. Uh, <laughs> Steven wanted to know what your handicap was. We already talked about that. Yep, currently playing a 16. 16. At my home course. When I was uh, a, a member at my course, which has been a few years now, I was down to a 14. So oh, not nice. a tremendous golfer, but... No, I, it shows it shows you care about golf and you consistently play golf. That's and, right. Uh, not necessarily good, but I care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, my short game is terrible. For, for the record, I do own a shirt by the golf company, golf apparel company, Travis Matthew, that says sandbagger on it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Well, when we all get together for a hangout time, we'd give that to Tristan to wear. <laughs> nice. Nice. We got to get our Tristan digs in here somewhere. <laughs> He'll do it when he's on next. Um, all right. We covered your XP question. So from Nick, uh, what's the funniest or most annoying thing that you've come across in your time as moderator on IFFG? Or I guess moderator on Infinite Flight, uh, admin on IFFG, wherever. In all your positions oh. as leader, the funniest—I'd I'd, say—I'd say the funniest is just some of these screenshots users are posting, mostly to IFFG. Uh, Danny Barber, everybody probably knows him. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's just posted some <laughs> impractical, I guess, screenshots, but they just every single one he's done is. It's not terrible quality. It's good. He puts great amount of time and effort, but just some of them just make me laugh. Um, annoying uh, thing. Uh, it's just the same repetitive questions over and over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, it, and it's the one question that everybody probably can answer. I probably don't even need to answer that question, and everybody will know it. But when's the next update? Ugh. Or, or people taking, I guess, on the on the same note, people hijacking people's threads uh, to ask that question, or just primarily. post a picture of a library that they love. Yeah, exactly. Like I, like, I don't understand. Is it is it because people don't? Is it because they're new and they don't bother to read any previous posts, and they think that's appropriate, I, or is it a language? I think barrier? that definitely. I I think exa- I think it's exactly both. Um, probably primarily the not taking the time to search or, you know, most users are using IFFG or the community on mobile. Um, and last I knew, at least for iOS, you can't search Facebook groups based on, um, based on the, or from the iOS app of Facebook. Right. I think you're you right about that. From the browser. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just either hi, Ma- Matthew, from FDS is uh, his his Instagram is the per- perfect perfect example of he'll he'll take a picture of him flying locally in the Bay Area uh, his airplane that he owns um, 
completely unrelated to Infinite Flight, and he'll get several comments. When's the update? Or please add dash eight, or please add, you know, some obscure version of some obscure aircraft that's not in in the app. Uh, Instagram and, and, Instagram comments are the absolute worst. They're yeah. they, it's like, you know, you, like you said, on on final in the Bay Area, and the comment will be like. A, a crown emoji, lipstick, you know, <laughs> high five. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's like, oh gosh. <laughs> uh, well, Dan, before I let you go, is there anything else that you'd like to add or let our listeners know about? Say hi to your mom. Anything uh, like that? Yeah. What's up, mom? <laughs> uh, how you doing? Uh, Dan's on the air. I, I guess. I guess the thing I'll leave everybody with is. There's a lot of features and functionality FDS is working on right now. As we all know, through little subtle hints, you know, they post on social media and whatnot or comment on um, that are going to make a lot of a lot of you guys, a lot of the users very, very happy. Um, and it's a lot of things that a lot of people have been asking for for a long time. I'll just leave it. I Like I said, I can't. I, I have to be vague intentionally, <laughs> sure. you know, just due to confidentiality. Um, but a lot of people are going to be happy. Awesome. Well, man, thanks for joining us. Um, we, I, I'm really happy to have you on here um, and uh, hope to have you back. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate your time and I appreciate everybody uh, taking the time to listen. Awesome. Uh, yeah, thanks to you, Joe, for being here too. I'm glad. I'm glad I got to sit here and listen to you and Dan talk for 45 minutes. <laughs> hey, it's it's my pleasure, man. Thanks for being here yeah. and sitting quietly for once. Yeah. Uh, just for this, uh, you're, you're probably going to not be able to talk on Slack for a while. I'm going to return the favor. Finally, I've been yes. waiting for a chance. To, I keep threatening to leave, and you guys say no, Jay. You know, Mark called me one day and said you can't listen. You can't leave. You know, I, I know things got a little hairy, but we're not going to let you leave. So yeah, well, you know, um, I won't. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I now owe three hundred and seven dollars in long distance calling for doing this. So thanks. Oh, you're welcome. That. Happy landings, yeah. Joe. Yep, you too, man. So that was Infinite Flight moderator Dan Schlicht, and he joined us from Kenosha, Wisconsin, on Skype. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you haven't already, please head over to the App Store or Google Play and download Infinite Flight. For more FlightCast, visit flightcast.audio. We would also love it if you would subscribe to the podcast and review it on iTunes. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash flightcastaudio and on Twitter at flightcastaudio. If you have any ideas for FlightCast, please leave them in the comments. FlightCast is brought to you by Linkhouse Media on the web at linkhousemedia.com. Podcasting takes time and money, so if you have a few extra bucks, we would love it if you would consider donating to help keep us going strong. To donate, visit flightcast.audio and click on the yellow PayPal button in the sidebar. To cover the fine print, Flightcast is not affiliated with Infinite Flight or Flying Development Studio. I'm Jason Rosewell. Thanks for listening and happy landings. What's your dog's name? That wasn't on my list of her questions. Name, yeah, her name is Z, and I knew she would be a nuisance. <laughs> That's okay. I can hear her walking around on the floor, but we'll just uh, yeah. we'll just pretend that she's here with all of us. So welcome, that welcome great. to the show, Z. Um, yeah, Z is going to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Happy crash. <laughs> <laughs>
whatever. <laughs> burning flames. Awesome. All right. I'll, All right. Use, I'll use some of that at least. <laughs> I didn't know you were actually recording that. Were oh, yeah. Just... We're still recording. Oh, okay. Oh, that's great. Dude, I nailed it that time. You did. That was impressive. Man, I, I can read. It's like you're a semi-professional. <laughs>